Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hashtag no music, no intro. I feel like Ryan himself was a prophet. We recorded an episode on Sunday night and we talked about Sean Payton and Ryan says, he, he said something, I got it, just had a feeling that something was going to happen this week. Two days later, Tuesday afternoon, boom. Schefter reports it, rap, rap sheet reports it. Sean Payton traded to the Denver Broncos. Mm. In turn, the Saints receive a the Denver Broncos first round pick by way of the 49ers, which is the 30th pick in the draft in, in round one of this upcoming draft, but technically it's the 29th pick because the Denver or because the Miami Dolphins tampered with Sean Payton last <laughs> season. Time is a flat circle. So because the Dolphins forfeited their draft pick, uh, the Saints technically, I guess if you want to look at it, through that lens is that they have the 29th pick in this draft. Um, they are getting a second round pick next year in next year's draft. Um, mm. But to acquire that second round or that second round pick from the Broncos next year, they had to give up a third round pick next year, which oh. I don't understand why that was the case. And that's the Mickey Loomis special, but here we are. <laughs> um, and Keep it. I also should remind folks that the Saints don't have a second round pick next year, their own second round pick next year. <laughs> because that was in the Eagles trade. Ugh. And anyway, my first thought when this happened is I, I, I want this emergency podcast to, I want it to be as, as optimistic as it can be um, mm-hmm. because. All today is just a day of of hope for for the Saints fans who have we've we've been through it. And I know, man, we you know, we not didn't have like a terrible like we're not picking top five in the draft, although it looks like we were. But 
even we what we talked about on Sunday was just very just like man, like we just just trash, just shit, bro. Like we got nowhere to go. And e- even if the pick doesn't work out this this year, whoever they draft, like man, just having that number that forty first overall pick, bro. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was the dumps, bro. Like to be sitting there on the day one of the draft when you know everybody. That's the most exciting day of the off season is day one of the draft, and we would have been sitting there just mad, bro. Just mad, just mad, bro. And it co- compounded with the fact that the Eagles are in the Super Bowl and they pick it ten, nigga, number ten, ten, and probably gonna pick a fire player too. Just you, you already know, bro. Just ten, ten. <laughs> anyway, but again, not not being pessimistic. Just yeah, as I pessimistic. wasn't on, I, I wasn't on Twitter a lot today. Work's been running my ass ragged. But just seeing the the engagement in our Discord mm-hmm. was just popping all day. Mm. Everyone in the Discord just giving their thoughts and just I if if anything if anything more than whatever I felt that is something that the Saints as a team desperately needed for the fan base because shit has not looked good in a while. No. No, nothing positive to write about or talk about at all. Like, really. And you uh, know, that's, that's a tough place to be. No, that's a tough place to be. We ain't got nothing nothing positive to talk about. Like, no, nothing, bro. <laughs> nothing. Um, but now they they have this pick, and you know it's it's way too early. And I'll be fair. I mean, I I'll be honest with you, bro. They might not have that twenty that thirtieth overall pick, but for very long, bro. I don't know if this team. Not, you never know if this team. You never know if this team. I, I just me feel it in my guts. I just no way they, no way they use that or just use that. I don't. It's it's, it's getting traded up. It's getting traded for a player. <laughs> they not sitting, bro. They're not gonna sit there on draft week day and wait till the twenty ninth pick. They just not, bro. It's not in their DNA. I mean, although it'd be, it would be interesting. I mean, no, I can't even say that because even last year, the first year without Sean, they 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 did it prior prior to the draft. Like they they didn't sit on their laurels. They made that trade with the Eagles. But I, I'm just glad to see the the fan base to some degree today be energized, get some hope. Um, if I had the the tech like the technology skills or the the video editing skills, bruh, remember at the end of Rogue One, and you know they they get the plans to uh, a de- like a, a Leia who they yeah. who they CGI'd or whatever, and she, someone asks like, oh, what's what's that? Hope, bro. I, I want to <laughs> I want to be able to just make that like the drive pick, <laughs> just like us as the as the same and. Bro, we talking about the thirtieth pick in the draft, bro. Not even thirtieth overall, bro. I, 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 I tweeted out. It's, it's a hot second rounder. I tweeted out a list of the last twenty nine overall players over the, since two thousand. <laughs> that list, boy. Woo-hoo. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see it, bro. Uh, oh man, because I was gonna, that, I was that. gonna do that. I was gonna look like later at some point to. To see it, just you know, just because I was interested. Yeah, you, know, I, you already you know, did. I got my yeah. You know, I got my little database, bro. So oh, 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 that's I pulled, I, you got her cooking real quick. 
Well, let me just run a couple names. I'm gonna just start oh, okay. I got, I, got, I got it up right now. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Then. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So just we can start with last year. Pagers drafted Cole Strange. They got ridiculed for drafting Cole Strange at 29. Um, p- people said they reached on him. Man, Cole Strange was a good ass guard this year, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good ass guard. Um, so was. Eric. Eric Stokes, the Packers drafted him 2021 uh, cornerback DB from Georgia. He's been a stellar young um, defensive back in the league up and comer. I'm I'm trying to stick with mostly good names. Um, Vikings drafted Harrison Smith uh, from Notre Dame at the 29th pick. I remember when they drafted him, people said he was a reach people. He's, he's had a stellar career. Stellar stellar career. Uh, Ravens drafted Ben Grubbs with, with the Ravens. Ben Grubbs had a great career when he came to the Saints. He did not, yeah. but um, had a good re- good career out of Auburn. Nick, uh, the Jets drafted Nick Mango, center, great career. had a great career. Uh, Nick Barnett for the Packers, that's kind of re- really taking it back. He was a good player for them. And Hakeem then Cordero Hicks. Patterson, Hakeem Hicks, it took him a while to kind of come along but once he did he was a a good player for the giants for a good period of time and then cordero patterson although he didn't do anything with the like it took him a while to find his niche in the league but he finally received it and then david and joku kind of the same thing i i i I was a huge david and joku fan always felt a, a superior prospect than um oh uh oj howard and i got i remember getting a lot of getting a lot of heat for it, but as Tom has shown, Njoku has has been the better player in the NFL. So there's good players. You know, I will say a trend, I will say a trend, and maybe I got to maybe dig dig deeper into it, that dropping some offensive linemen into the first round, just ends up pretty well for you, bro. Just, 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 just a quick glance. You got Nick Mango. You got Ben Grubbs. You got Cole Strange. Um, and now at least there's speculation. Now, to be fair, on the flip side of that, there's been a lot of fucking misses. <laughs> yeah, a lot of misses. Um, a lot of misses. Oh, Mark Colombo was was a good player too. Um, that the Bears drafted. Although I think he his career didn't really take off until he went to the. Cowboys. Late first is late first is the late first is round is weird because it's kind of that gray area where you know you start taking a little chances on like character flaws. Um, you know, you start taking chances on like athletic ability versus mm-hmm. tape. Um, so you just get kind of stuck in a weird area. Sometimes you don't want to <clears throat> some people don't want to take a running back there, stuff like that. I don't know. I, I'm just like, man, get you a good player with some good tape and I don't care what position it is, honestly. Like, just get a good player with some don't good care. tape that can come and contribute to your team, bro. That's it. But that, but but thank you, thank you, for, thank you for saying the most important part of that statement, and that was with good tape. Mm. When, when, so out, outside of Chris Olave, right? Jewelry's still out. On Trevor Penning, but we go to 2018. Marcus Davenport, 2020. Was that was that Ruiz? Am I tripping? Yeah, Ruiz. Mm-hmm. 2021. Peyton Turner. 
immediately <laughs> after the Saints drafted Marcus Davenport and Peyton Turner, me and you put on the tape for both of those prospects and was like, what? 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 The reason our podcast took off was because of our live reaction to the Saints drafting Peyton Turner. <laughs> that went mini viral in Saints Twitter community that the organization saw. So my point is, can we, if in the first round, especially in the first round, because that's five years with a cheap-ish contract on a young player. Yes. If you yes. drafting a player, and if I go to YouTube or wherever to pull up the the clips, and I come back and I say, what? I, we might have some issues. Now, to be fair, we 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 didn't have it. We didn't have it right at Pete Warner. We were wrong on that. No. Uh, I don't think we didn't like Alante, but we questioned where Alante was drafted and him drafted so high. He he even put a little subtweet out for people who made made fun of him for where he was drafted a couple of days ago. Do you, bro? Like we were wrong. It, it, it reminds me of uh, there's a, a episode of uh, the Cosby Show. I know I'm not supposed, not supposed to talk about Cosby Show no more. I used to love the Cosby Show. <laughs> and there's there's a there's an episode where um, I think is it Vanessa? I can't remember which daughter it was, but she brings home a husband from college. She got married secretly or whatever. And uh, Heathcliff Cliff goes on this whole spiel about presentation. Like, if I made you this great steak sizzling and this big, you know, 13-ounce steak, got the uh, char on the side and all that stuff, and then I take it off a plate and I put it on top of a garbage can and then serve it to you. It's like, it's not even appealing to mm. you anymore. And that's mm. that's how a latte was. A latte was served like, we're waiting on our second round pick. Da, 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 da. We got Chris Olave, we got Penning, and then you get Alante Taylor, another cornerback, who they first thing they talk about is special teams. Special teams <laughs> demon. Special teams, bro. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, oh, man. But look, once we looked at the table, it's like, okay, this dude got it. Then we saw him, and it's like, okay, this dude looked like a like a professional cornerback right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got the right attitude and all that stuff, and, you know, good on him, man. But, and, but look, bro, they, they I mean, second round picks, bro. I looked at the list of all these second round picks, man. They, psh, they be hitting on them a lot, a lot. Like they had some misses, oh, yes. But they've been, yes. They've been, but they've been pretty good in the second round. Um, oh, so they've been we'll really good. That goes. But as far as like, uh, how you feel about just the whole Sean Payton thing in general, bro? Like, because the book is officially closed. Now it's the Saints' business with Sean Payton is done. Like the book is closed. I hit the unfollowed. Man, can we talk you know about that saying? real quick? You get the unfollow on Sean Payton, bro. Don't follow, bro. That's the rules, man. Like, if he would have stayed with Fox, I'd have kept following. But he gone now, bro. He gone to another team, so fuck him. I mean, it was already fuck him for just leaving, but I stayed following. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? Um, I'm glad as an organization they were able to get this closure. Because I think it, I think it, I think that was an important thing for them to do. I think for them to get what they got a, a late first round pick and a second next year. Someone got to fucking talk to Mickey about giving picks back. Like I, I feel like the giving the third 
next year to the Broncos is uh, uh f- fuck you, bro. Like, but we still, we still, we still boys. Like just a little, right. just a little pardon gift to Sean because it's like you <laughs> come from a position of power. Like why, why did you have to give up a third at all? But getting back to your question, it allows them to close this, the door on, on Sean Payton. However, and I think this is still a, a relevant problem with the team is that, and when we finished our episode on Sunday, I thought about it even longer, especially after I made this comment in our Discord. But right now, you, this is what I tell, this is what I'm going to tell you who the Saints remind me of, and the the similarities for these two organizations of how things have gone are almost parallel. So, what caused the, the demise of the Jim Harbaugh? 49ers. It was ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trip Balky, Jet York. Yeah. And that's like the, the owner, like the, the owner felt some type of way about Jim Harbaugh getting all the credit, all the yeah. accolades, all the love for building up this, this behemoth monster team that ran ruckshot for about four, four years or however long he was there. That ego, those egos caused Jim Harbaugh. They, they went their separate ways, right? Jim Harbaugh went to, to Michigan. He got fired, went to Michigan, blah, blah. And then what happened after Jim Harbaugh left the Niners? You had a team that was floating at sea without a direction. Oh, oh let's, uh, let's hire uh, Jim Tom Sula. Yeah, yeah, we hired Jim Tom Sula. Chip Boom, Kelly. gone. One season. Chip Kelly. I think he lasted two seasons. Gone. It wasn't until they stumbled upon Kyle Shanahan um, where they, there's been stability. Now, there's a power struggle that's still in that organization between Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch that goes on all the time. But winning cures, you know, yeah. drama and winning cures tension. And I look at the things right now. And they remind me so much of the post-Jim Harbaugh 49ers teams where you had mm. a coach that created a program. And Sean did it a lot longer than Jim Harbaugh, and Sean won a Super Bowl, so it's, it's a little different. But the similarities are still there. You had this person get all these accolades, all this credit for building up this program. Mickey's feeling some type of way about it, blah, 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 blah. Sean's gone, right? So then – it maybe not exactly to spite Sean, but now was what does Mickey as a GM want to show the league? Shit, I, 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 we can win without him. Like he ain't the reason we won. Fuck Sean. Same shit. Jed York and Jed York tried to do it with with the Niners. It's not until you realize and I, and this this is how the NFL is like. There's alphas. There's egos. There's narcissists. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all that shit. Can some can fuck up a good thing? Yeah, no question. And I really feel like right now this is where the Saints are. And I know I said I wasn't going to be pessimistic. But I don't think this is being pessimistic. This is just being re- just realistic about the situation. So now that the Sean Payton door is closed and the saga is closed, and I have a lot of thoughts about Mickey Loomis, and that's another podcast for another day. But Mickey can't be so obsessed of trying to prove that he can win without Sean, that he's so short-sighted to see the people that may still be in place 
may not be the answer to the equation. Right. Like you can't you can't be so tied to Dennis Allen and say, no, like like he he he's he's the dude. He can he can win. Because at, at the end of the day, NFL is a is a results-based business. And if you're not winning, you you shouldn't last, bro. Like you that's just point blank. Like I, it'd be like if someone could tell me why DA has a job, but Steve Wilkes, who arguably did a better job than DA did this last season, and he got replaced. I mean, I know why, because he's black, but that's a different conversation. But like <laughs> It's, I, I don't know, man. But organizationally, it, it was good to kind of wrap that door because it's like even Sean coming back before the Raiders game, bro. Like, that's weird, man. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, man. Very weird. Con- yeah, that Connor, was super weird. Shout out. I mean, Connor, you, I mean, you, you should for sure be able to get on now. Like, your dad's not even with the team no more. But Connor Payton <laughs> being like, a, like an intern for the Saints, bro. Like, like the same offseason that his dad loved. That's weird. That's weird. So hopefully that's what, they that's can what stop. I meant by closing the book. Yeah, by closing yeah. the book on it, it's just done. It's over. Like whatever the culture, whatever he built. Like I'm not saying you got to abandon that, but you can't be so tied to it that you start doing a retread just because you think it's safe. And they've already I mean, right. they've already done that, right? We got DA back for a second season. We got Pete Carmichael back for a second season. That's already done. But let's say the season doesn't go well. DA wins like five, six games. You go. You, are you still just going to be so so reluctant to fire DA because you got it wrong? Like that's. But I think it's like a relationship. Like you, to move on from someone, that door has to be closed, right? You can, yeah. it has to like that's. That connection has to be severed, and today right. was the the severance of a 15, 16 year marriage, bruh. And right now, you know, now Sean's a Sean's competition now. You know, they they don't they yes. play him. They play him twenty twenty four. No competition now. Ain't no more, no, bro. This year, I'm pretty sure they play him next this season. Yeah, this season. So he competition yeah. now, bro. Ain't no ain't no sitting back. You know. Trading war stories or bringing them in to you know chit chat with the team that's done, you know that's done now. So it's time to just move on. I mean, I say don't be friends with the guy and shit like that. That's gonna be forever, you know. But I just like as far as professionally, it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's time to move on and look for all this new young talent coming in, new young talented coaches, <clears throat> offenses, defenses, special teams, scouting. Everything, man. Open the door, man. Unveil them. Unveil them. <laughs> man. Unveil them, man. And go and try and find them, man. Like, like Jamie Foxx said when he was pretending to be fucking President Clinton. Shit. Look, look under there, man. There's some ass under there. There's some ass under there. There's some ass under there, man. Unveil these motherfuckers. I spoke it incorrectly. The Saints don't play them this upcoming season. You're right. It was 2024. Next they season. played Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Next but you know, like I say, he's competition though. He's coming for he's coming for your head, he's coming for everybody's head, trying to win another Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So it's done. Like and I'm I done with him. I don't want to linger I don't want to linger too much on like what this means for the Broncos. This is not a Broncos po- podcast. I just I do want to say this though. It is a little insane how little respect Sean Payton is getting as a top five head coach. Just just little things. Oh, no question. Especially for like, owners, bro. Like to me, for owners, 
like I get what the owners did. Like they they didn't want to. Owners do not want to give coaches that kind of power. They do not want them to have that type of leverage to where they demanded 20, 20 plus million a year and all that stuff. They didn't they even did want. Not, they didn't even. They they were Sean second. The Sean was their second choice, bro. They tried to get D'Amico this morning. They tried trying to get D'Amico, bro. They tried to get D'Amico. He turned him down. Then they double back, try to get him again, just to make sure before they holler. Just to make sure. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh. Yep. So that just tells you, you know, they didn't, like owners, they don't look at it like us as fans. Fans are like, look, man, you get a top five coach. Take two, three, take three picks. It's worth it. They don't look at it like that. You know, they most don't. owners don't. But which is, which is, which is crazy because I think – us as fans, especially me and you, not just us exclusively, but it is so evident to see how someone like the the impact that someone like Sean Payton has on your team when you immediately see the exact opposite of that. Like this past season was just like I like kind of like when Drew left, right? And then when we had like Jameis and all that, but this season, I would even say, was even starker because, as I said on the earlier podcast, with Sean, it was like, okay, if we we drop a game that we're supposed to win, we might not get the one seed or, you know, the two seed in the NFC playoffs or whatever. With DA, like, you you lose the game. It's like, yeah, we, what are we picking? We, talk, we picking top 10? We picking top five? Like, those are, that's the difference. That's a huge difference between huge difference, coaches. Right? Huge difference, but owners don't. Again, owners don't see it that way. No, I was reading an article earlier, and you know they it was it was quoting Sean Payton. I guess you know one of his interviews he gave this year. He was talking about how he would fix Russell Wilson, and he was talking about he would just go first step one, tell Russell Wilson, just cut out all the noise, all the outside noise, say whatever about you, push that to the side. Number two, he said he wants to cut up of every Russell Wilson pass that's 25 air yards or more, you know, and he wants to sit down with Russell and study each one and look at the mechanics compared to in the past to now to see where he at and figure out what works for him now versus what hasn't worked for him this past year. And he just listened to him break it down. He was recalling plays that Russell Wilson Russell Wilson did last year. Like he ran his boot action, da 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 versus – Tampa Bay, I was like, God damn, man. <laughs> like, why can't we have this, man? <laughs> can I even say the crazy thing in this? I can, I can say this now. Okay. The, the whole Sean potentially wanting to come back to New Orleans thing, like, that was, that was real. Like, that was legit real. Mm. He did absolutely consider coming back. Now, I don't know if everyone in his circle, <clears throat> maybe the wife, he didn't want to be in New Orleans, but he legitimately saw New Orleans as a team he would want to come back to. But you can't come back to a team that don't want you. Think about that. Uh, the GM of the Saints, Mickey Loomis, may have been, I shouldn't say may have been, was so convicted in their beliefs that they can win going back to the whole thing about ownership and GMs that they could win without Sean 
that they didn't like it wasn't even a topic worth broaching. What? <laughs> you you telling me you just go stick with DA and not even consider cuz if cuz what would have happened? Cuz let me let me just ask you this. If they would have fired DA this offseason to bring back Sean cuz DA wasn't going to be able to stay on as as DC if they brought Sean back as head coach. What would that what would that have meant publicly in regards to what Mickey Loomis did last offseason? I mean, that means you fucked up. <laughs> you made a bad decision. You know, that's what that decisions. means. And, and nobody wants have, to admit that. No one. And it's so, it's such a big thing in the NFL. And it, it kind of, oh. it's not the same as sucking fallacy costs, but it kind of is too. Because we, you see it with when teams draft a player. We've seen it with the Saints. Team draft a player, high in the draft or wherever in the draft, if they're a first-round pick. If it's evident to us as fans or whoever that that player is not good, they may stick with that player an additional couple of couple of seasons just to be able to say, "Oh no, we got it right." No, like you mm-hmm. didn't. Like, it, and that's okay. Say whatever you want to say about Cliff Kingsbury. It may not be a great head coach. I get all that, but I would always admire for him to say, came in and said, "Y'all, y'all got that." pick wrong last last year in the 10 you got josh rosen wrong we 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 got the first overall pick we need to draft kyler murray like to me that takes gusto and oh, it, yeah. it goes it goes so hard against the grain of how the nfl and, and sports i think in general oftentimes go um and i think it and i think that type of thinking is is needed more around the league. Um, but that aside, um, let's, let's get back to the Saints. How this relates to the Saints. The hope that it brings, we can start looking at draft prospects, but I want to go back to the point yes. you hit earlier. The point you hit earlier and you said, the position doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care offensive line, Defensive line, uh, interior defensive line. You know I hate defensive tackles in the first round, Ryan. Like, I can't stand <laughs> those motherfuckers. As long as it's a <laughs> can't, bro, can't stand it. As long as the player is a good player and like a starter. Can just give me a starter at 29. Please. Man. Please. <laughs> <laughs> What do you Ryan? think about what do you think about using that pick to trade for a veteran? That's not a quarterback. Like, of course, we wouldn't mind trading for certain veterans, but that's not a quarterback. I think, and, and th- again, this was discussed in our Discord today. The Saints are in a sticky position. When it comes to to the cap, and it comes to mm-hmm. their team. Now, I know how the Saints operate, and I know how a lot how they think, and they think that they can contend. They think that they can win. They think that they can win the NFC South, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But there's a lot of empty cupboards that needs to be refilled. Mm-hmm. Up. Offensive line, a lot of injuries that need to be refilled. Defensive lines, 
bone, bone dry bear. <laughs> bone dry bear. Um, bone dry. I, I feel I would feel better knowing that Kate Nellis is coming back. I'd feel better knowing that um, Juwan Johnson's coming back. But until they do, I don't trust anything with this team. So I just leave it as a question mark. Um, you have two older, older secondary players at the safety position. So part of me just says the most important thing this team reads right now is young, good, cheap talent. Mm, because likely if, if you're training for a player, even if it's not a quarterback, if you're training for a player, obviously – with that expectation that that player is good, right? Either that player that you're trading for, is already going to cost some type of money in regards to their current contract. Yeah. Or you're going to have to pay that player, whoever that player is. Right. So I guess in a long winded way to answer your question. Yeah. You're going to, Oh, a long winded way to answer your question is it really fucking depends on who the player is. And then I'd have to look at it on a case by case basis. But I will say my first inclination is try to stay at 29 or 30, whatever. Try to stay there. If you can be patient and just draft a good young fucking player. Cause at least the, the, the more good young players that you draft Olave, Alante, um, you know, they're a lot, you know, Eric McCoy, they've locked up. So he, he's not really young anymore. But the the young good players that you draft, you have um, Shahid, who's an undrafted free agent. He's he's young. You give yourself more room in terms of fixing your cap situation, and we are we are we are Saints fans. We don't need to have the cap explained to us. We know how it works. But at some point, you got to just even if it's a, a soft reset, you got to reset it. And I feel like the Saints are close where they have to reset it. And I think that by trading for a player who's already in the NFL, like it's like, how good is this team going to be next year? You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. That's why. I, that's it, the question. And that's the thing. Like, and it's like, man, I was looking at him like, damn, we still over the cap, bro. Like fifty-seven million over the cap. And it was understood when we had Drew Brees and we was trying to aim for the Super Bowl and we was maximizing, you know, what we can get. It's like, damn, bro, we ain't no quarterback. Franchise quarterback two years and we still fifty seven million over the cap. Like where is where is this money? Where is this money going? Like, <laughs> like I don't get it. Still. So yeah, they do have to try to get that in order, man. And um, that, that's what I would do. I would do also. I just was thinking about it as like a thought exercise. Like you know, if there was a veteran out there that they wanted to trade for, like, I would for, have, I'll, like know, give, give give me give me give me two names. Just I just, just random. Just give me two names. I, I throw I throw out Josh Allen with the Jaguars. The defensive end. He's on his final year this coming year. You know, similar production to two first. He has like what 27 sacks. You know, kind of started his career kind of like mad, but kind of built it up as he's gone along. Better injury history. Um, but he's a guy that you know he's gonna want to get paid. He's gonna look for probably 15, 16 million, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Jaguars are over the cap too, they're like 20 million over the cap, so He's one of those type of players that you could, you know, you, you, you call up the Jaguars, Trebunk, and be like, man, look, you know, uh, you know. And we look, you need defensive ends, bro. Like the Saints, especially if they don't bring back two first. Like me personally, I'd rather pay somebody like Josh Allen 
Oh, and easily. Confirmed. But then you got to talk about pick compensation and stuff like that. And pass rushers, even somebody like Josh Allen, man, you know, he probably, you know, either a late first or a second round pick, he probably demand because he's 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Oh, like Michael Pittman Jr. I don't know what. Um, Ooh, his, that, his, I, I, I love I loved Michael Pittman Jr. Coming I, 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 I love Oh, him. yeah, me too. We both loved him, and we did. You know, his, but like, his production is good, but it's not to the point where you'd be giving nah. like a first round pick or nothing for him. So, I'm no, no, rounder, third round for Michael Pittman. Yeah. I, yes, I would do, I would do that all day long. That is, it's interesting you throw out Josh Allen because that's that's the name where I just go. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay. But I, I, I can see it. Like, I can see mm-hmm. it, right? Like, it makes a lot of sense. And then he looks like a safety. He's 6'5", 270 pounds. He looks like he's, something like in a defensive end. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I've watched Jazz games here and there. And at least with Josh Allen. not Maybe not all the time. He's in, you know, sometimes he's, he doesn't dominate games. But he does make, like, not just splash plays. Like, he's a good, a good, he's a good player. edge rusher in the league. He's a good player, man. Yeah, man. He's a better player than, than Marcus Davenport. It's not even debatable. No question. Um, no question. That one would make me think. I would, cause especially because of his age. Like, 25 is still young, bro. Like, that's young. That's what I'm saying. He's young. His, his prime is ahead of him, I think. That would make me think hard. My only thing to this is that, Picking twenty nine thirty or twenty nine point five. That's when we refer to that that draft draft position is twenty nine point five. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know if this is going to happen. But let's say there's there's a world, there's a world, and I I can't even give an opinion about him because I haven't watched him enough to have a thought. What if someone like Anthony Richardson falls? At the end of the first, right? yeah, he's a fascinating player, bro. You know, I gotta watch him. Fascinating, player. I, I, I got I haven't, I, I haven't watched him enough. Uh, but just like from the feel I get is, you know, I get a little Jalen Hurts feel from him. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> I was, I was talking about him with a friend of mine earlier today, and. A, a good analogy of just kind of, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to see where his his range is in this draft is they made the point of the NFL being a copycat league, right? So you have mm-hmm. you have you just said it. You got a player like Jalen Hurst in the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, you know, you, you have teams saying, oh, you know, if I draft a player similar to Jalen Hurts and, you know, I can find an, an offense and, and, you know, have him sit for maybe a year and mm-hmm. then blah, 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 and get some playmakers and pff, there you go. And they said that and I was like, well, goddamn, 
John Lynch did the same exact thing after number 15 in Kansas City deep dicked his team in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. Because mm-hmm. when, when you see it, you like, yeah. I, I, I got yeah, you one of yeah, and you remember that draft. Every, that draft, if you look up the term second reaction plays, I swear everybody was looking for that dead draft. Second Every, reaction plays because of Pat Mahomes. Everybody. Second re- uh, yeah. You know, J- J- uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson. Ooh, look, look at those second reaction plays. It was second reaction. Like, <laughs> can, can, can this nigga just stand in, stand in the pocket? Like, as much as people love to, like, rave about Mah- Mahomes' second, like, People like, and I think this is why he got so like disregarded as a like a prospect when he came out is that people disregarded how good he was just in the pocket at Texas Tech. Like he was exactly as as pure pocket passer. They kept going with the whole Brett Favre thing. Like, yeah, but he's better than Brett Favre. (laughs) (laughs) He was stellar. Like I, I remember. So did you watch? You watch all of the the Bengals game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, against the the Chiefs, the throw he made, mm-hmm. where he like steps up, hobbled, climbs up in the pocket, and throws a frozen rope to MBS in the end zone when he was laying down his butt, I, I, bro, I, like, bro, I stood up like I was sweating, I was like I was like I was like a chick, like just like. You don't see that. You don't see that. Like that's like that's not secondary. That's just being an insane player. But getting back to Anthony Richardson, and this is why you 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 talked about trading. I just we talked about this on Sunday about what the Saints need to do, and we both said quarterback. And I don't know where Anthony Richardson is going to go, and I don't really I haven't watched him enough to have an opinion of where they should draft him or not. And I know a lot of He's pushback on this. Is, I, I, understand. I mean, bro, if you, if you feel black quarterback and you scrambling around a bit, you're going to be polarizing to, to, to every year, every year, Ryan, every, oh, <laughs> every year. Anyway, but, and people like to make the, like to throw it out. Like, well, but like, I, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, dra- I wouldn't draft him because like Pete Carmel. Because let's see, get the player in the building, get the talent in the building, man. Like right. exactly because that that it's it's that's a very that's a Saints way of thinking because it's short sighted. <laughs> like you draft a, a quarterback in the first round, that you at least got four years to make a decision, potentially five. Get the right. player in the building, please. Um, but just the possibility that a player like him may be available where the saints are picking. I'm not saying they're going to draft him, but something has to be done to show a vision. So now they, so we back to the old, you know, all to the, all just comes back. Time is a flat circle. What's the vision. So now they got a first round pick this year. They got a second round pick next year. I wouldn't even hate this. I wouldn't hate. And I don't know if these players are going to fall, bro. And I don't, I don't even know if they were to fall. If this would get it done, but you know what I'm, you know what I'd be doing right now. If I had conviction on C.J. Stroud, or if I had conviction on Bryce Young, I'm offering 
the 30th overall pick in the draft and I'll offer in 2024's first round pick. And I'm Chicago's probably not going to take it. Chicago's probably going to want more, but it, but I'm saying you got to have conviction. Like you got to be like certain that yeah. this player is the guy. And if they did that, bro, no, man. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it, bro. Like you got, you there got, you got to have a plan. You got to have a plan. Whatever, plan, whatever plan is, wherever the vision is, you got to have it. Or maybe one of those, you know how the draft is, bro. It's the most, it's the most real reality TV shit ever. And it's nothing like watching it live in person. One of those players might fall, bro. You got Bryce Young might fall. People might say he's too small. He's too, too small. He, they, they, he might, man, he falls to like 9, 10. I'm calling. One more trade. One more trade. I'm asking you. Bro. Give me one. This, Give me one. Give me one. I just, I just searched the internet. And they were talking about potential trade candidates. I don't think this would happen, but Mac Jones, you know, he's on his third year. Um, dad, what's what's that dude? Zappy, Zappity, whatever his Zappy. name is, mm-hmm. come in and look okay. Yeah, he looked okay in that offense. We know how they run, like Bill Belichick and all them. They don't. They they're not loyal to any player. You know what I'm saying? Like, None. No, at all, yeah. at all. Yeah. And, it's, and it sounds like they're. It sounds like there may be, not the best of blood between, uh, Jones's camp and, and the Patriots camp. But I don't right. They, they, they just brought in Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is a, like, is a good offensive head coach. Um, but he he's a he's a motherfucker. Like he, like he could rub quarterbacks the wrong way. Dependent, you know what I'm saying? If they yes. can handle him or not. Um, you know, Mac Jones. Like, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm wondering. Like, what would you give up? Like, what would they give up for Mac Jones? It's a tough, Man, one, bro. You know what that's a tough one, bro. If and I think what makes it tough is his second season. Ooh. Like, as if you if you if you telling me this this Mac Jones rookie season and how he finishes rookie season, I, by, by thirty, bye. But because and here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. The, the excuses he get is his offensive coordinator. But he has the same excuse here, bro. Yeah. But if you come here, it's the same shit, right? <laughs> it's not like our better, offensive coordinator going to fix him. Better weapons. But yes. Yes. Well. Um, ooh, that's the, that, ooh, that would make me just, mm, mm. Because you know they got the scouting grade on them. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man, that's a good one, Ryan. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't don't, don't think I have an answer for that one right now, bro. I I really don't know. I don't know. To me, if I do that, if if I'm going to do that move, I'm trying to do that round one in the draft and I've exhausted. And again, this is, I'm running the team. If they, the Saints might not have a, a good draft grade, a high draft grade on Bryce Young or CJ Shroud, right? We, who knows? Yeah. But if I'm running the team and if one of those players fall and they, they slip into like nine, 10, wherever. Yeah. And then if I can move 30 and next year's first round pick to move up and get that guy, that's what I'm doing. But if I'm watching yeah. how the board unfolds, right, I'm just watching it, and, like, maybe I'm kind of seeing all the players maybe I wanted to draft at 30 just just, fly, just off the board, bro, and, like, just 
pick, go. boom, 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 gone, 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 gone. Then at that point, maybe around pick 20, I'm calling the Patriots and say, hey, Mac, Mac available. That's how I would approach it. Because I think that's mm-hmm. a smart approach. Um, but like to do it like for, like first, like first two weeks in free agency would be dumb. Be yeah. dumb. Yeah, that would be dumb. That'd be dumb. Yeah. What Absolutely. what I mean, I know I I know I've talked a lot on this episode, but I want to give you room to talk in just in regards to like what what are your just overall when we had we had 46 seconds, but what just what are your overall thoughts after after everything today? One, I was just thankful it's over, bro. I was just like, thank God it's just yeah. over. Don't have to hear about Sean Payton no more. We're moving on into a new era. You know, we can't control what we can't control, man. We can't control the head coach. We can't control the offensive coordinator. But, man, I just want to see a nice, fun offense this coming season. And that's all I want the Saints to do, bro. Just figure it out, whether that's getting Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, you know, a rookie prospect trading for Mac Jones. I don't care, bro. I just don't want to see Andy Dalton. Can't do it, Ryan. I can't nice... do it, Ryan. I can't I do, it. do it. If, if Derek Carr is it, go look. I, 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 if they, y'all heard my gripes against Derek Carr, but if it's I'm him, again. go get him. Send a third. Send a third for Derek Carr. Tell him <laughs> we're gonna pay you whatever you want. We're gonna add a gauchier on your current salary or whatever it is. Um, we're going to go and get a possession wide receiver. We're going to draft Bijan or whatever his name out of Texas. And did I mention him a couple like a couple of podcasts ago, bro? I said if they, I did, bro. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be I there. Saw, I, saw clips of, I, I, I don't know. I saw a few clips. I'm like, man, this dude breaks some tackles, man. Like, this tackles, nice. bro. Give me. Also, I'm, I'm watching a little bit of, um, Anthony Richardson, now that you mentioned him, just as, as we're recording. And you you could give me him, but on a condition that in 2024, Ben Johnson's going to be the head coach of the team. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. You need it, bro. You, need bro it, bro. you would have to. But, like, he's making ain't some no, throws. No, Pete's Pete nah. going to have him fucking reading progressions and shit, man. So. <laughs> Oh you could easily talk me into to Anthony Richardson, and I'm just I'm just watching just a few just just a few few plays, bro. Like I'm just watching a few. Yeah. You, but you see the Jalen Hurts like right. kind of thing, but I think just very just little just just a snippet of watching him. Like the act, his accuracy is probably better than I thought it was before I started watching him. Is all I'll say. Um, and here's the thing, like when, when I when I watched Jill, the thing I liked about Jalen Hurts when he was coming out it had nothing to do with his football ability. I just watched like a couple like like features on him or whatever, and read some features on him. It just seemed like a good leader, like, man. You know what I'm like a good solid mind that I just yep. knew like this dude gonna be in the league for a while. Like you got the right. You're mindset. right, man. You're and right. I know right. Which is and it's impossible to do like from where we sit without knowing somebody. But I just could tell. He was a just a just solid little dude that's gonna take in whatever you know comes to him. I ain't know like I didn't MVP talking all. I didn't expect that shit, but uh, but you know, good for him to just follow through with what he's doing. And I don't know this Anthony dude is the same way, but 
you know, it's going to be interesting, bro. It's so many. I, like, they just need to list all options available, bro. All, all of them. Okay. I want to ask you, though, do you think um, Sean Payton going to try to get Taysom Hill? One. Because the TL been talking about that. One, I, I'll say this. I wouldn't be shocked. But if you're the Saints, Taysom Hill was one of your best offensive players last year. I know, right? Exactly. So like, so like, are you like, are you gonna just the the third we gave y'all? Are y'all sending that back to like what? Like that's why the that's why they're sending the third makes no sense to me, Ryan. It makes no fucking sense to me. Like none. They just sent us our third back for Taysom. That'd be funny, bro. Like, okay, so I'm gonna give you three trades, okay? Trade CD dues for a fifth, but we had to send a seventh. Why? Who fucking knows? Made the trade with the eat. Made the trade with the other trade with the Eagles. Gave up our gave up our first this year, and our second next year. Why? Can't fucking tell you. Sean Payton trade got a first, got a second next year, but we had to give up a third next year. Why are we like? Is that just the, people just say just they, they just Ben Mickey over and just say all right, you, you know we going we just, just gotta give us. A pick back around later because that's that's bro, what it is. Just take pick a, back around later. It's like it's like negotiating. It's like when you go and buy a car, bro. I go like if you know me, I go in there and I negotiate hard when I go and get a car, bro. And it's that last one you finally get down to where you want, and you right there. You about to close the sale. You got the number you want, and then right before you ready to sign your name on that line, they come in and say, "Look, bro, man, can you just?" Five hundred dollars, like this five hundred. Can we just keep this five hundred right there, man? Because you know, you know, this go to our commissions, man. I'm trying to hit, you know, number one sales of the year and this and that, oh, they, man. You've been so hit with that? Up. I've never, I've never been hit with that. With I've the been, guilt trip. I've been hit with that, bro. I've been hit with the I guilt trip, it. like, man, please just give me that five hundred, like. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're not getting it, bro. Like. But it's so easy to fall for that. Like, look, man, all right, just give me. I want because at that point you want the call. You've been there three and a half hours. You know, you've been waiting. It's like, oh yeah, just take five hundred. Just give me the call. Let me sign from there. You know what I'm saying? So it's something like that. Like they just get them, bro. Like at the last minute, like, oh, just don't throw me that third. Throw the third. I give you a second. You throw me the third, and we we sign the papers. It's over. It's done. And make it like, oh fuck it, just take the third. <laughs> you know, it's third round pick. You know. Jimmy Graham, who cares? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jimmy Graham, Trey Hendrickson, Alvin Kamara. Kamara, like, who cares? Who <laughs> um, There's one. Okay, so I want, I do want to address. I want to address this on the podcast um, in regards to the to the Sean Payton thing. Uh, so I, I got into a, a Twitter debate a couple of months ago someone on, on Twitter and Saints Twitter about the amount of compensation mm. that the Saints would get back uh, for Sean Payton. At the time, uh, so it's, it's at A underscore underscore Alexis to be, to be specific. Got into this debate. At the time, I, I would really believe that the Saints were not going to get more than a first. And if they were, it, it wasn't going to be like a second, right? So it was it wasn't like a hostile debate, just a discussion debate. And basically, you know, she was saying that they would they would at least get a first and a second. 
I said that they got a first and a second that I would unblock everyone that I have blocked on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> boy, that's like Moses pointing the part in the sea right there, boy. That's a lot of people, I, I, I boy. Said it. Now, we, you know, in terms of um, moving the goalposts, I could be like, well, the second ain't until next year. <laughs> to get the second, we really have to give up a third. So did we really get, you know what? I decided I'm going to be a man of my word. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. However, one, I, I, you know, it doesn't even tell you the number on the, on the, the desktop application. I want to see what the number makes. No, I'm not reached the max, Ryan. Um, <laughs> no, but they can't even calculate that. Uh, hold on, I gotta see what the number is. I haven't looked at it in uh in a while. Uh, okay, block three thousand two hundred and thirty-two people. Thirty-two, thirty-two people <laughs> are currently blocked right now. That's probably a bigger than some populations in some podunk towns, bro. Um, I will do the unblocking on the condition that I am able to find a way to mass unblock everyone prior. Let me put, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into context, okay? <laughs> I this month alone for work, I've driven thirteen hundred plus miles. <laughs> I get home around 6 p.m., 7 p.m. I am not going through and unblocking 3,000 plus people one by one. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. No, However, this is what you, go ahead, go ahead. If, if I can find a way to, ma- to be able to mass unblock someone, everyone, I will. I also will say that before I do this mass unblocking, I will create an entire list of everyone that was previously blocked. <laughs> this list will be on my phone and on my computer. And if that, and if prior person that was blocked gets on my timeline and says something that is blockable, they will be blocked a second time. So <laughs> I, I think that, I think that is, that is fair and, and concise. I, and, and I also propose this though. If you are blocked by Adam, DM me, and I will let him know to unblock you. That way you can at least clear some of those people out that want to be unblocked. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That also give me a paper trail of who I'm unblocking in our text message thread, just in case something pops up on time. Do I have to send out the block release form? The block release <laughs> So I, I want to. I just I want to be want to be a, a a man and a person. My word. So if you are blocked and you're in Saints Twitter, you want me to. If you want to get unblocked, you can send a, a DM or let Ryan know. You will be unblocked. Um, I will do the mass unblocking once I can figure out potentially how to do the mass. I know there's a way to do it. So when I can find out how to mass unblock everyone, I will do that. But there will be a running list, and it will just just I'll, I'll just have it, and if something just oh. Boom. It'll be interesting to see how fast I can get back to that number or higher. That that's 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 a good like Vegas bet, like the over under, like how long it may take me to get <laughs> to that number again. <laughs> there you go, be low, bro. 
<laughs> I probably, probably won't be brought. It's almost free agency and drafts. He's a brunt. Um. Anyway, I it is. I'm glad we're able to record this episode. Um, I do. I do think just for a day and a couple of days going forward, like there's at least a good feeling around Saints Twitter and us as fans. Um, oh, and it's not so like you know just melancholy and just 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 sullen, bro. Like it was bad. Like it was bad. Um, like like my boy Joey said in the Discord, like just regarding to the quarterback, like we got a first round pick now. Can we just get anyone different at quarterback? I we don't care who. Please, please, please. I don't care. Somebody, please. Um, that. That said, we knew it wasn't going to be long before we had to record an emergency podcast episode. We are going to mm, might try to try to get this one up, you know, tonight when we're recording it Tuesday night. But if not, for sure, it's going to be up first thing in the morning for y'all to to listen to and enjoy. Um, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Um, it's it the Saints now they 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 have ammo to change the team for the better. And I think as a fan, that's that's the most you can hope for, man. It really is. Yeah. And we know from history, Saints ain't never just chilling in the offseason, bro. It, mm, is just, it just doesn't happen. You know you're going to see them Rappaport, Schefter, somebody tweeting some shit going on. So just prepare yourselves because it's coming. Something, something coming. I don't know what it is. Something is coming. We're about to be like the pop out lady in this upcoming off. <laughs> tired. Just tired. But but we 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 enjoy it. Um I know some of the people in our in our Discord and the Saints Tour Saints Tour uh, podcast community are, are already planned a trip to New Orleans the last week of April for the draft and for Jazz Fest. Uh our dudes uh in the in the UK. We got Daniel coming over, we got Michael coming over, Joy from the PA from PA's coming. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I looked, I looked, I looked at the prices for some flights and some some lodging today, bro. I was like, and it's like, man, I, I want to. I mean, it's 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 January, bro. Like, I'm not even sure how long these niggas might have this this bit, bro. Like, 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 like <laughs> it might be gone real quick. Wait, but I looked, man. I I looked, and the the you know a flight on Spirit wasn't too bad, and if. The only affordable lodging is in New Orleans East because of fucking, of course it is. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull a trigger for, for like, the, the, the draft, the little draft get-together, Jazz Fest get-together, because obviously we're doing our our big uh, podcast second annual meetup. Um, and there's it, it, a, a lot of good games to choose. It's going to be a lot of good games to choose from. But thank you all for all the support. We truly, truly appreciate y'all. We we do this for y'all. We hope that this episode kind of just brought a little more hope hope to y'all. Just like, oh, okay, we can as a fan base, we can kind of just just take a breath. Like, huh. One thing I'd be interested to know though, as I close this out, is that was there like was there like an offer from the Cardinals at all? I wonder. I know, right? And if and if it was, I wonder what it was. And it's probably something I should have asked a lot earlier in this conversation, way earlier. Is do you agree to them accepting the first round pick this year and the second next year while giving up their third, or should they just should they have just gotten 
next year's first round pick from the Broncos instead. Because that was it was an either or type of thing. I think a smarter option would have went for next year's first. Yes. But for my, my own enjoyment, I wanted a first round this year. I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm no. That's 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 that short term thinking, baby. We here. It is, it is. Cause like you because the only thing I'll say, and I agree, I agree, I agree with you, I, like as a fan, give me it this year. But if I'm like, but like if I'm being shrewd, and I'm again, I'm not putting like I'm not putting this out in the universe, and this is not something I'm I'm saying I want to happen or I'm envisioning happen. But if they trade it and, and they decide to opt it for next year's 2024 first round pick, like we we've seen it, like an uh, injury, like you know, Russell Wilson yeah. gets, gets injured, he tears an ACL or something, and 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 as good as Sean Payton is and and whatever, that's a that's a tough division. I mean, look, he, he's with the Saints. He's picked, you know, 11, 12, 13. Man, that, you know, I'm just like, with the Broncos. Bro, they, 2000, like, I'm just, you potentially could have had a, a, a another lottery ticket in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Oh, man, you could have had, like, say the Saints go, you know, win six games. You could have had, like, a top seven, eight pick with the Saints pick, and they're, like, 11th pick. The different Broncos 11th pick. You know, and then you could have used that to go and get, you know, get, try to move up whoever. maybe or whoever, you know, you know, whoever. But, you know, but, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know how they roll. You know how they, you know I, how they I'm move. Trying, I'm trying to enjoy day one of the draft this year, Adam. <laughs> this year. Fuck that shit. But it, I will say, bro, it, we be sick as shit. Broncos <laughs> picking the front over overall next year, bro. Wouldn't it be some shit? I'd be be disgusted. (laughs) Disgusted. And we use it on on some slappy defensive end this this year. (laughs) Trash. Anyway, all right. Sorry, sorry to try to put that out in the universe. I'm probably being pessimistic. Um, We'll be back sometime soon. Um, talk about anything else that's, that's happening with the Saints. Uh, we'll be whether that's this week or maybe next next week. We'll be back at some point. But thank y'all for for supporting. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. And with that, we're out. Peace. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.